What's up guys, David here, and welcome to the FitPro Daily. So yesterday was the big guest interview with Shane Nugent. If you haven't checked that out, then go and check out this video right now as Shane goes into great details, especially around systems and how to deal with a large number of clients. Plus at the end, we start talking about finances and in particular, how to really start pricing your programs because this is a big issue that most people have. Anyway, today, as it's Tuesday, it's Top Tips Tuesday, and today we're going to talk about chasing leads. So let's get straight into today's video. Okay, so you've been running ads or you're getting leads to come into your fitness business. What I want to talk about today is five things that you need to do to be able to chase these leads and make the most out of them. For the simple reason, if you're spending ads and each lead is costing you, let's say, £5 a lead and you're generating four leads a day, that's £20 you're spending to generate these leads. Remember, each lead is costing you £5. Pounds. So we need to make the most of every single lead we get and make sure that that £5 cost is turning into some sort of profit. So let's dive straight into number one. Number one is sending an email out directly after somebody opts in. This can be automatic or it can be done manually. All you want to do is let the lead know that you've got their information and you're going to be in contact shortly. On this thank you email, it could literally be just you explaining a little bit more about the program, giving them a little bit more detail about what happens next, maybe asking them to complete an application form, or if it's a low-end product, maybe you can even have the buy button on it. Okay, number two. What we're gonna look at now is actually chasing the lead and doing phone calls. So you wanna be chasing these leads as many times as possible. And what we recommend to all of our FitPro clients is we chase them a minimum of three times. The reason we do this is because when you try and phone them the first time, maybe they're just unavailable and they've just missed the call or you call them at the wrong time. The second time is the opportunity to try and see if they had a better time. So you might call them in the morning and the first time, the second time you might call them mid-afternoon and then the third and final time you call them in the evening. That way you've given your chance to spread the call out throughout the day and find a time that works for them. Okay, number three, and this is a really key one for most people, is when you try and phone somebody and they don't answer, we then need to send them a text message. And as with those three phone calls, each text message has a slightly different message. The first one after that first phone call, if they don't answer, is literally let them know who you are and why you tried to call them. The second text message is just letting them know that they may have missed your last call and here's what to do next. And then the third and final call is you telling them that this is going to be the last time that you're going to be in contact. And if they want to know more about what it is you have to offer to reply to the text message. Okay, number four, and this is definitely one that not a lot of people do. And this is leaving a voicemail. Now, the numbers are not great when it comes to actually listening to voicemails. But some people still like to listen to your voice and make sure they have a good idea of what kind of, they can start visualizing what you look like, okay, just by the sound of your voice. I know it might sound a little strange, but people like to just visualize people that they're talking to. So you've sent them a text message and they've read it and they could be visualizing anybody. But once they start hearing your voice, they might start to get to 
feel more comfortable, ready to answer that next phone call that's coming their way. So number four is after every attempt, leave them a quick voicemail. Again, making it more urgent after every single call. And then we go back to number three, which was obviously send a text right away to. Okay, so the fifth and final one, and this is slightly different to actually phone calling or leaving a text message and so on. This is actually trying to locate them on Facebook. So depending on what type of person you are, you might have two separate profiles on Facebook. Or if you're not a big person adding friends, then you may want to skip this and just come straight to the end part. But the fifth and final one is actually trying to find this lead on Facebook and trying to add them as a friend or start a conversation that way. Remember, they've given you permission to find out more information on Facebook. So they've given you the name, email address and phone number. So why not try and reach out to them on Facebook? Don't go gung-ho and just try and, do you want to come and buy from me straight away? Literally add them as a friend and just say, thanks for requesting more information um, about the programme. One other team will give you a call shortly. Or if you'd like to have a chat over Facebook, let me know. That way then they can actually visualize you again, like we heard in the last one, hearing your voice. Now they can actually see your profile picture. They can start checking you out, making sure that you are a reputable business and they like what it is you have to offer. So reach out to them on Facebook is the fifth and final one. So that was five ways to deal with leads. Again, it's massively important we get in contact with these leads as fast as possible. If somebody replies or somebody requests my information now, we want to get in contact within, let's say, two to three hours as fast as possible. The best example of this is if someone walks into my gym now and they ask me a question stood right in front of me right here, right now. I'm not just going to completely ignore them, go to the toilet, then go to the kitchen, then do some work and then answer their message. They're stood right in front of me. I want to have a proper conversation with them. So if somebody is giving you their details and requesting more information, you need to try and respond to them as fast as possible. There's a crazy stat out there. It's something like for every couple of hours that goes by, you lose them by about 20%. So if you wait 24 hours after they applied, you've probably completely lost them. When you come to phone them, they might have completely forgotten about you. That's why when we call and they don't answer, we send that text message. That's just to let them know who you are. We send the automated email or we send a manual email, just letting them again know who you are. And if you can, try and contact them on Facebook too. At least then you're hitting them from so many different angles that they're going to feel much more comfortable to want to reach out and get to know you and chat to you because they can start learning about you, visualising you, seeing you, seeing the results that you have to offer. Anyway, I'll speak to you all tomorrow. Cheers. Thanks for watching. Now come join us inside our free Facebook group where on a daily basis we share tons of content to help you generate leads for your fitness business.